I don't know. I, I do feel like shit, though. You just don't, don't feel so good. I mean, yeah. you, you were supposed to eat the pizza the day it arrived. I can't guarantee what happens. I mean, it's like it was like two days later. How, how, how much worse could it get if was, it's was it, you don't need pizza for two days? Was it frozen? And it, yeah, it was frozen. Oh, okay. And so, well, I mean, if he gave you the cancer pizza, it's only going to get worse. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I would actually say the pizza is kind of like chemotherapy, where you might feel really bad after it afterwards. But you're going to get healthier. But you're going to get Stronger. better overall. <laughs> right. That sounds exactly like what this pizza is going to do. So, deep dish pizza, man. So on a scale of 1 to 10, how do you rate your deep dish pizza experience? Um, uh, I don't know. Like a 4? Like a 4. All right. That's pretty good. That's 4 out of 5. That's three more points <laughs> than I expected. If 4 is giving you cancer, what the hell is a 1? Oh, there's some pretty bad pizza out there. That's got to be but, like butt cancer. That's got to be like outright death. Right, <laughs> just like just like a full on death. It's a big. We send you a big box of diarrhea. All right. Well, uh, if you're just joining us for the Enemy Slime podcast, let me be the first to announce that the mothership has landed. Jay has received his deep dish pizza that was donated uh, by the many various uh, people out there. Was it just Enemy Slime that donated? <laughs> no, I, there's at least two donations that I don't know who who they are. So, you did it, America. I think you we made it happen. They were people, so I think we could take that question mark back off the previous statement. We do know that they are people. <laughs> we we've confirmed that for sure. <laughs> so, uh, I am of course your usual host, Jared, here on the Enemy Slime Podcast, episode number one thirteen. I am joined today by Mr. J. Joseph Jr. Thirteen uh, is pretty spooky. Mm, it's a spooky number. Uh, we also have Mr. Michael Mahoney. Good evening, listeners. How are you doing, Mr. Douglas Wilson? Hey, hey, you guys. And special surprise, mystery voice that you may have heard here. We have a special guest from Projectile Entertainment, uh, Kelly Harper. Hello! Oh, my. Did you... you... Uh, at least one of us has energy. <laughs> he worked on that before he got here, I'm hoping. A little bit no, too that was much about energy. five seconds let's, ago. Let's dial it back a little bit. <laughs> turn, turn, <laughs> turn that back down. Just Clearly, podcast. you haven't seen how sad we are all all are to be here. I don't know what's wrong. Oh yeah, I know what's wrong with you. You guys were like poisoned by your air. Oh my God, are are we Unlike ever? You, you've heard poisoned by the cancer pizza. I I spent uh, I spent the last weekend in uh, Denver, and it was a real treat to come back. Uh, to I mean, Denver's not really notable for its amazing air, but it was definitely superior uh, to to Salt Lake for the, the last week or so. I mean, we've had this polar vortex or whatever. So that's why I'm fucked up. So everybody's doing good is what I'm hearing. Pretty much. Cool. I like it. Well, we got some shit to talk about. <laughs> things things be going on. Um, we're, of course, we're going to come back and, and, and visit with Kelly as well uh, regarding his projects and, and whatnot. But I want to first talk a little bit about some of the uh, news of the week. Well, and don't we have something to talk about before the news? What do we have to talk about before the news? Thought we were going to talk about pizza. Oh, do you want to talk about pizza more? I mean, I, I recorded our initial pizza conversation. Oh, was that it? I didn't know. I didn't know that was it. Oh, I do you I have to more to share? Jay received his deep dish. Jay ate his deep dish. He gave it a four out of ten. I'm not sure if there's any more to be said on the subject. I mean, I've been getting pizza nonstop since last week, honestly. So you you, you didn't know that part? What? Where? <laughs> where are these other pizza sources? Um, oh, God, there was one. There's like a, a wood brick oven place right next to me that's actually pretty bad okay um, 
and expensive, very expensive. Then I had um, some dominoes sent to me. Oh, someone as a prank? I, 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 I guess, I guess anyone, anytime you get dominoes, it's a prank, right? I mean, I would presume. Divine, I feel bad. Or it's just too late for any other option. Yeah, and then my my dad is feeling bad for me last night, so he stops by my apartment um, with a different wood brick oven pizza, a real New York City pizza. That one was pretty good. That one I liked. Mike. Is it just like your uh, equivalent of chicken soup? <laughs> I I mean, who fucking knows. I, I I got I got some linguine with clam sauce too. Oh, that okay. Counts. All right. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, and it was like with the pizza. And then I I I, I made myself go over there to um, my parents' apartment where Jarrett had the deep dish ship, and he sent me two two of these things. So I have another one in my freezer. Um, oh, so you still have the heart shaped one, right? No, no, my, my sister had the heart-shaped one. Ah, very good, very good. And I had a slice of that one, and um, this other one I'll... So what, did it intentionally come in the heart shape? Uh, yeah, yeah. so I, I guess you, I, get, I got to choose, and I, so I was like, well, Jay's going to need at least one of them to be shaped like a heart, like any good pizza. So my, 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 my sister was, I thought, I guess she took it as an endearing sentiment or something. Mm, yeah, um, well, you can tell her that, sure. Uh, all right, so it's, that means it's basically going to have to be a shotgun wedding. You know that, right? Yeah, let her know that. You, I mean, once you send a girl a, a heart sausage pizza, I mean that's that's <laughs> it, right? Like, Please tell me you sent it with made. the obvious pun. <laughs> the, the pizza, my heart. The pizza, my heart. <laughs> oh my god! No, I I, I don't think uh, I I had intended it for for you, Jay, to enjoy. Oh uh, well, but I my my sister's texting me the pictures. She's, she's like, oh, it's in the shape of the heart, just for Valentine's Day. And I thought it was an accident. It looked it didn't look like an intentional. <laughs> you thought heart. you thought like the uh, the UPS man <laughs> dropped it and was like, ah, yeah, ah, it's a heart. It's fine. Every everything's fine. <laughs> no, that's that's how that's how it shows up. Uh, okay. I don't really know why, but I think it's an option year round. I, I don't even think it's like a. It's, just, so it wasn't even like Valentine's. I don't day. even know that it's a Valentine's Day <laughs> thing. I think it's something you can do anytime. Uh, for for no damn good reason. So, okay, well that's good to know. I have someone who'd send someone a heart shaped deep dish. Yeah, so if you ever want one, I could have sent you two hearts. That was an option, but I decided that one was enough for the type of relationship. You, you couldn't that afford we to have. give me double the love. Well, no, it wasn't a matter of affording. It was just that I felt like it was inappropriate to send you two sausagey heart pizzas. Yeah, that sounds very appropriate yet. to me. I thought one felt felt more right. I think it's I think it's probably meant to be like symbolic of how putting that like this is the part of your body that we're gonna damage <laughs> while you eat this. Uh, it was actually voodoo pizza. A voodoo pizza. There you go. All right. So I, I'm I'm fucking sick of pizza. I'm fucking sick of all pizza. I don't. It doesn't matter where it comes from anymore. But I still owe. The Impact Kids uh, Pizza Party, which I guess is our charity slash organization we picked. So that'll happen. Yep. Back from San Francisco and and they'll get more pizza and I get to eat more pizza. How fun. Maybe it could be good pizza this time. I don't know. (laughs) How fun for everyone. There is now now our guest Kelly did mention um, a little Caesars. So there is a Caesars right by Impact. So maybe we'll do that. Everyone can be miserable. I think that was actually Doug. I think, I think that was you Doug. You're a vending machine of lies. Doug's, oh, it's a Doug. Doug's the one who uh, who would. I, I, and you know, hey, Little Caesars. You know, is it five bucks in New York? That feels wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's five bucks in New York. Really? I didn't really? think they could do Ooh, that man. by law. It's just the size of a quarter. It's just it's just smaller. <laughs> it's just significantly smaller. Um, 
They the Little Caesars uh, has a very interesting method for making their pizza, and I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong uh, with mixing sauce in like a paint bucket. Um, <laughs> but that's that's what they do. They literally have like like the Home Depot project buckets. <laughs> they they stir up their sauce in, and they I mean, once the paint dries, they wash it. it. You know, they're masters of efficiency there. Uh, so it's it's not bad. Should we talk about... Right. Uh, oh, what you're going to be doing is mixing some drugs, so I'm not taking a piss or anything. All right. All right. Very good. Uh, I wouldn't want to be misled. <laughs> I, would hate, I would hate to imagine you were doing something like that. Uh, let's see. Should we start with Fallout? Um, let's start with Fallout. Why not? Yeah. So, uh, and actually, this got updated, I think, as the day went by, so... Because uh, we were speculating on this, but I, I went back later to get more information, and it looked like the article had been updated. So Bethesda uh, announced that they updated with good stuff. I mean, sort of, yeah, uh, pseudo good news, I guess. Um, so we've of course been wondering what's going to happen with the Fallout Four DLC, uh, and it looks like they've announced their first pack. Uh, it, uh, from what I can gather, it sounds like there's probably going to be three like land-based expansions, from what I can tell. Um, but that number could wind up being wrong. But uh, the packs that they've announced today include uh, Automatron, which I guess will allow you to create your own synthetic companions. Oh, great. Um, That's what I want, more synths. So, well, <laughs> you know, anytime you, let, uh, anytime you let a video game player create their own companion, I, I don't know, there's something like real doll-esque about this to me <laughs> that kind of weirds me out. Uh, Do I get to choose though. how many hooters she has? I'm see like that's those are the hard hitting questions. That's but that's that, that's kind of the thing. You you already have like a French girl synth that you can get in that game. How much more do you need? But you can't you can't. She's make already your own. pretty gratuitous. I want to customize her and like unscrew mm-hmm. her head and put on a different head. <laughs> yeah, and six hooters and centaur. And then I want to take her to Walmart and ride around in my scooter with her. You know, I don't think it's unreasonable. To, so we have like um we have like a, a her with Joaquin Phoenix kind of thing going on now. A little bit, yeah. Uh, right. So Bethesda's estimated that that is worth nine ninety nine. So oh wow, okay, that's, that's well, yeah, sure. That's what that's mm-hmm. priced at. Uh, there's the even more vague Wasteland Workshop, and the only example that they give on the page about it is it's going to let you do things like drop in a death claw to fight yeah. at any time. Mm-hmm. I don't even really like fighting death claws like just in a normal time, so I don't know. I I, I, I like fighting them, but it's like so easy for me now. I can do it literally anything else while i fight that cause see i'm st- i'm still like going out of my way to avoid them so the idea of like now you can yeah, drop I one like... in whenever you want like I, okay what a bonus i'm so excited. well you can do that anyway right because you could just go in there with console commands yeah that's true so this is uh <laughs> this is not quite uh the thrill fest that we might make it out to be but that they're estimating is worth 4.99 and uh then the first big story expansion 4.99 to use a console command it's pretty brilliant sort of yeah yeah um uh, maybe it's kind of a console thing i guess uh and then the last expansion is or last announced expansion is far harbor which takes place in the uh great northeast known as maine and uh i liked the description and i liked the picture uh but that's about it i don't so, so this is this is what i wanted to to get a sense of and, and to define a little bit because you were kind of excited about it and i wasn't quite sure what because it really sounds like a lot more of the same i I was just like i said i was the logo has like a horror font and it's got a picture of like a a scary boatyard 
And, but see, I see yeah. that that's why that's why I told you. so in Fallout 4 already there's kind of um the entire northeast section of the map that we have now is kind of that like I don't know if Doug can back me up or anything if he's been there and he's seen like those assets and there's already like a ship graveyard and a bunch of empty boats and all the ship with the children of the atom and all that kind of stuff yeah, this already is new. This is a new boat graveyard. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I admittedly, like, I'm probably played the least Fallout out of anybody, and I'm probably also the least likely to pick up the DLC at this point. So, well, it kind of doesn't matter what I think about it anyway. Well, I, I, I think this, I, you know, it's hard to get excited because, first off, it sounds like a bunch of the same stuff that we already have in Fallout 4. Second of all, Massachusetts is already like a really haunted place, and you have places like Salem. And Salem just ended up being more of your favorite. Salem ended up being like more death claws. That's spooky. Um, That's true. And then, <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I guess that's it. I guess if they show me something like Point Lookout, I I might be excited. But it, I think this is going to be more like Honest Hearts or Broken Steel or whatever. I'm trying to think back to my to my DLC. Um... Was Honest Hearts the like the poker one or whatever? Or no, no, the the, the Honest Hearts was the Native American one. Oh, you, the tribal one where you go to Utah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the one. that one was fine. What was wrong with that one? I thought that's it was fine. The... It was just it was just kind of rushed, and it felt rushed. There's there's another one that that uh, it's been too long, so I, I guess I can't call out my least favorites, but. Uh, there was one that I thought was way worse, but now I can't think of it. But anyway, um, one in the hotel or the casino. I, yeah, that's what oh, I meant. Sucks. That's what I meant when I was talking about the poker one. Like, I think you're yeah. all you're all like trapped in there, and there's like a treasure or something. Treasure yeah, it's kind of like a, a prisoner type thing. And yeah, and treasure of the like, Sierra Madre. That's the one. It's like and it's actually like that prisoner. one. That one starts out pretty good because it's got like a horror vibe to it. Yeah, like guys. But then it turns out that it's actually really shitty. <laughs> and that's the twist. I I agree with Michael on that. I think I think when it comes to Fallout, Michael and I agree basically one hundred percent. Let's see here. What was it? It, it was. It's not called. Uh, I can't find fucking shit. I guess we'll never. Oh no, Dead Money. It's called Dead Money. Dead Money. That's the one. Yeah, Dead Money sucked. I thought Honest Hearts and Old World Blues were fine though. Um, yeah. I don't know about Lonesome Road. I better close this window because it's going to start making sound. Anyway. You missed out. Lonesome Road was probably the best. I know. We've, we've had this exact discussion before, I we, think. We've had it before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, they estimate that Far Harbor will be worth twenty four ninety nine. Uh, and Jay asked the very important question earlier today, because uh, Bethesda's also said they have at least $60 more worth of content. So I guess that could be... Uh, my thought was that's probably like two land masses, right? If they're charging twenty four ninety nine a piece... And then maybe one extra, like, oh, now you can summon uh, a spike trap somewhere <laughs> to, to, to stab you. You can summon mole rats. Now you can stab yourself on spikes anywhere. Um, you can summon ghouls. You don't get enough of those. <laughs> summon mole rats and ghouls. Um, Always been my dream. <laughs> that's what he's going for. Uh, anyway, so they, uh, they anticipate $60 more worth of content. And so to make up for that fact... They have announced that they are increasing the price of the season pass, uh, so they're they're raising the cost of the season pass to forty nine ninety nine as of March first. Mm -hmm. But if you buy it right now, you can get all the content for the original price that they were asking for. So 
or if you already bought it. So if you already so, paid, so the question I the question I asked is, are they going to do a season pass too? So and it doesn't look like that's the case. It looks like All they're right. just going to modify the current season pass uh, in in favor of of you know getting some more bucks. And you know what? Like I said, as underwhelmed as I am by the DLC, people are going to buy it anyway. So why even try? I mean, if it's one more story DLC pack that's twenty four ninety nine, that's fifty dollars. So, I mean, all the season pass would really get you as far as bonus content goes is, is stuff like the ability to make your own real doll companion. Uh, so I don't, I don't know that anybody's dying <laughs> on the line for that. for that one. But anyway, we just save our money and wait for the next Obsidian Fallout. That sounds like a good idea. I, that's uh, that's sure to be here any day now. <laughs> I hope so. It's right around the corner. <laughs> That's what the internet told me. I don't think the internet yeah, the got internet's that one always right. right. I think they might have screwed that one up. Anyway. A little bit. I, I I wasn't interested when we first talked about it, and then I like two minutes later, it was really easy to debunk that. Is all. <laughs> I won't get into it. I don't feel like it. <laughs> all right. Let's talk a little bit about uh, a couple of the other pieces uh, that I've got written down here. Uh, number one, we mentioned this on the site, I believe. Uh, Assassin's Creed is gonna take a year off and discover itself. Thank fuck. Find out who it really is. You know. So I, I, I you know, speaking of um, Fallout and Assassin's Creed, so close to one another, I had something. I had something to tell you, Jared. Okay. You know your wife in Skyrim who always walks backwards. I know of her. Yes. Um, so I've gotten some similar bugs with um, Anne Bonnie in Black Flag. Uh huh. Where, um, where she walks backwards. She doesn't walk backwards, but she'll always crouch like she's terrified of something. Oh. Um, okay. It's not me, and she stopped speaking, so <laughs> she doesn't give out ship commands anymore. She just stands at my side constantly on my ship, and just cowers, afraid of me. I guess. Do you hit her? <laughs> Not intentionally. Not just sometimes by accident. You know, it's so, the high seas. You know, it, I, I had her up on a ladder one day, and she lost her balance. She's a little clumsy. She she fell. She. You're just so frustrated about the mill closing. She fell and she hurt herself. <laughs> anyway, I, I guess the point is Assassin's Creed is taking a, a much needed year off. I would like. I, I'm not at all disappointed by that. No, I don't think anybody's going to peg this one up as a bad idea. <laughs> uh, there, there might be some like investor at Ubisoft who's never played an Assassin's Creed game who's mad about it, uh, but that's that's probably the only person who could conceivably be upset about uh, about this very so, good idea. I'm going to light a candle. I'm going to pray for Ubisoft, and I'm going to pray that they uh, release an Assassin's Creed that's good. Yeah, they're yeah. not going to do that. They're not going to. They're not going to develop it for a year. They're going to do their same development time just just next year. It's already done, probably. It's already like, well, and finished. Then, and then, <laughs> they're like, just going to hang on to it. And, and then like they have so much shit going on this year, they don't need to release one anyway because they're going to get that Assassin's Creed money. So India's already out. And then they're going to have Russia out. Then they have two competing comic books. There's the one that we reviewed. Um, and they have some other shit they're going to... And then they have the exciting Michael Fassbender movie that I'm sure everyone's getting midnight tickets to. Oh, yeah, yeah. He compared it to The Matrix, and people acted like that was a bad thing. But, I mean, isn't that kind of, like, to a lay man, that's probably the easiest way to explain the animus. I think so. I agree with that. Like, that's it's a really simple way to, to explain it. Only you're not Neo. Yeah. You're, you're, um, just, you're just a you're dude. Gustavo. King Gustavo. 
You're you're Joan of Arc. Oh man, I hope he's Joan of Arc. We can <laughs> we can only wish. Um, so that's yeah, anyway, quality. that's that's the good news uh, coming up there. What else have I got here? I've got. Uh, I don't fully understand what happened here. I watched the video, uh, but I'm not sure exactly what's going on. Uh, acclaimed hip hop artist Lupe Fiasco appeared Lupe. at a uh, at a Street Fighter Five event today and beat legendary player Daigo at Street Fighter V uh, after he seemingly could barely even figure out how to connect the, the fighting stick. Like, he wasn't even really sure how that worked. And then suddenly he beat Daigo. So I don't know. Can, you, can someone explain to me what's going on here? Um, Harrison. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's, that's what I would think. Uh, Who, he beat Daigo? No, not... He can't be very good at games. <laughs> yeah, Daigo is terrible. Um, so I, I, I guess uh, it, pretending that no one knows anything at all about this, Daigo is like a, a very famous guy on the evil circuit, you know, because mm-hmm. um, he always goes out and he wins all these fighting competitions and he's like the street fighter, parry master and all that shit. Um, then you have this rapper who comes in and he's like, Hey dude, I'm going to challenge you out the blue and, and. This always sounds like some, you know, they hype it up. They're like, oh, I'm going to beat his ass so bad. And we've seen this before, right? We've seen it with, like, wrestling matches and and shit. And you have, like, a celebrity talking a big game. Uh-huh. Like, I'm going to fight this guy. So the actual match happens. And uh, Daigo loses. And um, people basically say that he sandbagged it, which means he was... Um, you know, he, he basically threw the match, is what they're saying. They're saying that it was staged... Mm-hmm. Like, his timing looked off, and, you know, so there's all sorts of conspiracy theories. There are people saying that, oh, well, maybe he be, he's not used to Street Fighter Five yet because it's, um, you know, a slightly different kind of speed and, and, and a way to read the game than it is Street Fighter Four. Um, so, anyway, it's all this shit throwing, uh, going out there. Um, you know, this this big, maybe he threw the fight, maybe he didn't throw the fight, maybe he's just what he used to the controls, and whatever i mean the whole, I the whole thing didn't look it didn't look like this was like a super formal super serious competition yeah, yeah. Uh, to begin with like I, I it struck me as something where this is probably more for promotion than anything else um so the i wouldn't promotion of street fighter five like you have like 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 they got their biggest uh fighter and they just got like the first rapper who would agree to it if you watch the match, it, it doesn't look super remarkable. Like it, it doesn't really look like anybody's doing an amazing job. Because uh, I, I don't, I don't know that. I mean, has he even released anything? That, I mean, has like Daigo said anything about it? Or no, 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 not, 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 not him. <laughs> I'm talking about Wasalu Muhammad Jackal. I don't. <laughs> what? I don't That's know his real name. Oh, oh, Lupe Fiasco. Yeah, it's his real name. Um, what's Salu Muhammad Jackal? I don't mean. I don't mean to. uh, (laughs) I don't mean to derail. But does anybody? (laughs) Does anybody know? Just like a fun fact. Does anybody know Kendrick Lamar's real last name? No. I don't know who Kendrick Lamar is. Well, of course. No, that's because you're an old man. His uh, his real last name. I shit you not. Is Duckworth. (laughs) Nice. That's pretty good. Why didn't you go with that as a rap name? I mean, or, or or Quacks or something, you know? Why not? Doctor Quacks. Doctor Quacks, <laughs> the acclaimed rapper, Doctor Quacks. Yeah, Kendrick Kendrick Duckworth. I shit you not. Amazing. Anyway, I I, I don't think Lupe has um 
any day. Is releasing anything new, so I think this is entirely just like Street Fighter Five, um, getting a, a well-known name in the fighting circuit and getting like literally the first rapper who would agree to show up. Right, the one Maybe who the was first... least busy that day. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I mean, it it worked out, I guess. And people are talking about it. It's trending on Facebook, and that's all you can ever pray for, I guess. That's true. I, I think it, it, just from like my own glance, it seems like something that's probably staged. And probably yeah, not even really, like, in, in the grand scheme of the universe, will this matter? Not very much. I think uh, It might matter to the guy that bet money on it. I hope no one bet money on <laughs> Celebrity <laughs> Street Fighter V. But, you know, God, who knows? Who knows what's happening out there? Uh, let's talk about our last piece of, of news, which was the uh, Walking Dead Michonne trailer. Michonne. Uh, Mi- Michonne. 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 Uh, Telltale released a six-minute clip of gameplay from the upcoming game. This is kind of their replacement for 500 Days, or, or like their yeah. equivalent. So it's like a mid-season, uh, you know, money money grab it's a little money it, i don't i don't know that i would describe it as a money grab so it's, it's a it's a little buck grab you gotta grab some bucks you know i don't know that'd be that cynical but but I, I what i think well let me just announce what i liked about this trailer because i know a lot of people are kind of cynical towards this one um but michonne I, th- I i think um has always kind of excited me as a character like i think she's literally the best character in the walking dead um and she's always been kind of like the most interesting, right? Because she's not like uh, God, uh, uh, Rick and Rick and everyone else who are basically The Walking Dead, and everyone's all depressed. She's like this this chick who's crazy as hell, um, and has like these fucking zombies on chains walking around like dogs, and and has um, this katana that she shows up with just out the blue, and and like she's wild. And I was really wondering when Telltale announced that they were going to do the game, I was really wondering how they were going to handle the fact that she's like mentally not right, that she's a little disassociated from reality. Um, and I think they display that well in the six minutes of walking dead that they, that they showed in this trailer. Like they, they show that this is a woman who is really having trouble telling like what's real and what isn't. Um, then, you know, she could kill the hell out of a zombie, which is what she always did in the book, in the comic anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I like it for that reason, not only because are, do they look, does it look like they're doing a good job of, um, of getting you into the character's head, but it also looks like it's something that's a little bit out of form for Telltale, because we know Telltale can tell like a fucked up story now. We know that they can pull out our heartstrings, even if they're doing Borderlands or Minecraft or whatever. Like We know it's going to be a little screwed up. Um, you know The choices are going to be hard, all that kind of stuff, so we're used to that. So I think a, a, a project like this, like with Michonne, um, where the character doesn't quite think straight, I, I think that gives them a chance to explore other avenues that they haven't done yet. Yeah. She has a sword. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have to do better than Chick with a sword to win me over. I mean, is that it? Like, that's all, that's all you took away from it? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, <laughs> it looks like low hanging fruit to me. Like I've never, I've never watched The Walking Dead, so I have no buy, previous buy into the character. But I mean, I I'll, I'll still play it. it. It could very well be good. I mean, even like Game of Thrones, which is kind of like the, the you're, you're starting to see the threads on the the Telltale system. It was still fun. So I I, th- I think 
like I think I'm the only serious comic book guy around here, right? Prob- probably. I, I mean, I've, I I've think read. That's to say. Uh, yeah, we don't know about Kelly's credentials. Kelly, what are you? The Walking Dead, Michonne, <laughs> best character? Is it true? <laughs> I'm gonna go with Michael's expertise here. Thank you. All right, because so, I so, have nice not read any of the comics. So, so my simple point is this. My simple point is you guys didn't know anything about uh, fables, and you played, um, you know, Wolf Among Us, and you love that. Right, but if I if I watched five minutes of Fable or uh, the the Wolf Among Us being played, I got really excited about it. Now, granted, that I had played less Telltale at the time, but I watched the trailer and I was like, eh, but she eh, saw eh. a door in the woods, and that didn't that didn't get you. <laughs> Didn't get you going. I, I feel I like just, that's oversimplifying it, especially from the man who was excited about Firewatch. Hey, and I'll and and you know what? I I come to you today to eat some humble pie and admit that I didn't really uh, didn't really think Firewatch was that great after after I played it. So I tried to tell you, Jared. Well, <laughs> we spent a year Multiple trying times. to break it to you. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know that it was bad for the reasons why you guys thought it was going to be bad, but uh, but I do think it didn't quite work out uh, the way that it should have. I'm sorry, but anyway, I, I, I think I think it. my problem is different from Michael's, which is that yeah, I want to hear I don't, your problem. I don't you really know her, know the character, right? And I just don't find her compelling, really, uh, any more than anyone. I I mean, I guess. I probably wouldn't put up a fight when you say she's the best character on The Walking Dead, but mm-hmm. that means so little because <laughs> every like they're all bad. Um, so let me let me ask this: Would you prefer if you could play the game as Carl? Yeah, that sounds great. Oh man, <laughs> Carl's Adventures. <laughs> I think not. I think um, I mean I, I'd rather I'd rather they just completely like cut the cord to the comics and maybe even go explore like a different geographic location instead of Georgia. Well, I, I, I Kentucky. Think, no, no I, I don't know that that's a huge improvement. <laughs> what if they turn uh, Coral into Huckleberry Finn? Okay, see so him go on his own thing. And so like he's on a raft with a black man. With with a black man. <laughs> With a, a black racially insensitive name. I mean, we kind of we kind of already had that in Walking Dead season one. <laughs> yeah, Except, but she's the black girl, so it's different. Yeah, it's true, and she was she wasn't on a raft, and but I am I am see like I think rafting. I think that sounds like an exciting change for the Walking Dead. Um, Walking Dead raft. Like, I, I don't you, know. You sort of you sort of raft at the beginning of season two. She's like she's a she's a fan favorite, to Michonne, and because of that, I the cynical side of me can't help but see like. Just, service. just how easy this is for them. Like they literally just have I, to pick I, I, the coolest character. And I mean, that's that. I, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of get your point, but at the same time, that's just Telltale's mo. Like they do, they do these things. They've always done these things that were popular, and they've always done like Game of Thrones felt more like, oh, now you get to interact with Cersei and Tyrion than it did like a Telltale title. Right, you know? and if I and if I think back to Game of Thrones, the parts that I enjoyed didn't have Cersei and Tyrion, and and, and even The Walking Dead, like, oh boy, Glenn showed up and now he's gone, <laughs> and it didn't matter, and like you know, I, I think that they're at their strengths when they're just kind of doing their own thing, and I'd love to see them get the confidence yeah. to not have to lean on something that a isn't even that good to begin with um so i mean i i just want i just want telltale to to make uh, a wholly original game with no I, ip I, I, 
I think Michonne is going to open like a new avenue for them to experiment with some some stuff. And I openly admit right now, I could be wrong, and it's just going to devolve to the same old, you know, run and kill, uh, run from and kill zombies for three episodes, and then it ends. Um, but I think it, it's going to give them the ability to explore something different and hopefully break out of that telltale formula a little bit. Yeah, I mean, only time will tell. But yeah, uh, so like I said, the, we... the cynical part of me just has trouble seeing past um, popularity. So I, I, I think I think before we move out of the news, um, we should tell people that they should get their free Sega games. Oh yes, uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know what the what the excitement's about uh, all that much here. But if you if you want, I mean, I, I, it's not exciting. It's just like you know, you can get some free shit. What's wrong with that? Was it Golden Axe? Is that one you of get, them? You get Golden Axe. You get Jet Set Radio, and you get um Hell Hell yeah, Hell yeah. What is that? I don't even know what that is. It's kind of like um. Uh, a metroidvania slash platformer where you're just some rabbit out of hell oh okay and you know it's fun you know you need you need a controller it's fun it's cute you know if, it's, if you're like me and you've been camping a jet set radio sale which i actually have for a while um there's nothing better than hearing that you get it for free now i mean i've never even played it so it's something like like any of the uh the grind radio or any any of those so I'll I'll give it a shot now that I got it for free, and and you too can have it for free on Steam. I I don't even know if it'll still be up by the time this goes live. I don't even know why they're free. Do we know what happened? Like what's going on? It's it's like some weird contest or whatever. But the first phase of the contest is completely and totally free as a prize. So I I guess Steam doesn't know how contests work. Um, and I guess it's something to do with Valentine's Day because it's it's feel the love or some <clears throat> dumb shit like that so if, um, if you want all these games for free all you have to do is go onto steam search for jet set radio and there will be an install button and then by installing it you will inadvertently install the other uh sega games as well so if you long for if you if you wish to see no. what a time was like when sega could actually do something <laughs> competently uh and and no sonic we're sorry guys no yeah, sonic the no free sonic games oh goodness no those are premium content Okay, I'll go grab that. <laughs> I used to like Sonic. Can't just give those away. Oh, we like Sonic. Don't give us wrong. <laughs> oh, love. I Sonic. tried going back to it, and you know, even with the nostalgia and stuff, I'm like it just doesn't make sense. So, like, like which <laughs> which Sonic did you try going back to? Where where Sonic three? Sonic 3. actually went through the entire thing. You know, got all the emeralds and all that jazz. It just wasn't wasn't fun. Just didn't have the the same magic, huh? The spark, yeah. Not as erotic I mean, as you remember it being. It might have been better if the camera was zoomed out like twenty times further, <laughs> so I could actually see where I was going. Well, right. Yeah, and I, I guess I, I we could blame that on like, uh, you know, it was fine back when you were watching it on a CRT, but it feels weird on on like a monitor now. But I don't know. I, I guess to some degree, it probably is just the charm of it child's game because <laughs> uh, I played Sonic 2 not that long ago and, and I did it on an emulator with the sole intention of, of beating the game and uh, I'm not really impressed with a lot of the design choices that they make especially towards <laughs> especially towards the latter part of the game where I never got to see a lot of it because I would die too much oh really you never saw the latter part see I, I, I learned how to break games early on so what I would do is is you know now I just kind of do it through the system where I just figure out the most overpowered builds and all that kind of shit. But back then I would actually enter 
whatever fucking cheats it. So it was like the developer cheat. Yeah, the, the debug just, mode or whatever. Yeah, the debug bug mode where you could just move through it. And that's really how I saw the game. I'm, <laughs> my only I Sonic 2. My Sonic 2 cheating method was to plug in the second controller, pick Sonic up with Tails, and then just carry him to the end of the level. Yeah, you could do that too. But I actually, I actually got through it actually a couple of times doing it straight. So like I, I played the hell of that out of the Sonic too. I straight up um, have no idea how you beat the final boss without cheating. Like that was I know, I, I was actually pretty good at it. Now that I remember, it was a lot of work. Um, yeah, the the big egg Eggman robot. I forget what it's called. I ah, that was I that was actually. Know. I'm gonna have to try and give that a shot and see if I agree with everyone that it's not. as good because I remember that being pretty good. And uh, if you played the Sonic Advance ones. I played them. I thought those were fun. Like it's 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 so simple, and that's what that's what's so frustrating about when they fuck it up so much, right? Right. It's just like make him make him go fast, you know. <laughs> Put him in the level and make him go fast, and then and then you did it. You made a Sonic game. Uh, maybe have a whale jump around and smash a a, a, a ramp or something. <laughs> a ramp, yeah. Uh, but um, man, that was pretty right, sweet. So, <laughs> so one last thing. Um, we should end this on, on Hideo Kojima. Oh, yeah, because... T- <laughs> um, so, Hideo Kojima reunites with Norman Reedus. Norman and Hideo tweeted a picture of them uh, together at a, a sleazy hotel or something. That's uh-huh. the end of the news. A hotel rendezvous. And I don't know why anyone... <laughs> Wait, sorry about that. <laughs> I don't know why... I don't know why anyone would give a shit. Like, who cares? Oh. Who, like, what What part of Silent Hills, like, who who heard about Silent Hills and, like, played PT and was, like, pumped because Norman Reedus? <laughs> like, I was pumped. And see, but that's, awesome. because, that's because you don't like Walking Dead. I, I don't really care that much about it. Like, but I didn't get to the end of PT. Like, PT was great, but I didn't get to the end and, like, see Norman Reedus and, like, oh, that seals it right there. In fact, in fact, that was the part where I got concerned. Like, what the fuck are they doing? Why is this guy here? Uh, it just that whole thing's weird. I don't know. I don't know why we're excited. So you so, definitely don't want Telltale Daryl Dixon. I, I no, I guess not. I don't. He would he would be another really low hanging fruit, right? Like because he's so beloved for really no discernible reason whatsoever. What I want is Telltale Mad Dog or T Dog. <coughs> T Dog, yeah. If they brought back T Dog, I'd play that. Play the hell out of that game. Um, Monkey Island Four or Five or whatever up to. Yeah, I'm I'm down for. I like a good Monkey Island. Let's uh. Let's talk about let's talk about Kelly a bit. Uh, uh, it, okay. okay. Doesn't it feel like we haven't been talking about Kelly enough? It feels like we haven't been talking about Kelly. I feel like we've barely even acknowledged Kelly, and uh, and, and I think that ain't right. So I've been silently judging him. <laughs> so let we me, talked a lot of shit on him on the previous episode. Let me, yeah, the good God thing. Hopefully, he's not a regular listener, so he doesn't know. Find out what we said last week. <laughs> so. <laughs> Kelly, you are you are fifty uh, percent of projectile entertainment. I'm getting that right, right? Projectile entertainment. Yes. And uh, we've actually uh, had the the pleasure of demoing your game at least at one point. Uh, it's called Momentum, and uh, maybe you'd be the best person to explain kind of what it's about. And uh... no, I want you to explain it actually. Okay, I'll do my best. Ready? Let's see how you go with this. Okay. So first of all, there is a floating 
disembodied world before you that you control with I played it on a on a controller and actually I I had meant to ask whether or not it was any um whether you thought it was best played with a controller or with a mouse um cuz it seems like it might be able to go either way um but it's kind of a uh, I would compare it a little bit to Monkey Ball like Super Monkey Ball except the world rotates on like a full 360 uh axis and your goal is just to guide a, a ball to the end of uh, to the end of the level, which sounds very very simple when I describe it here, uh, but quickly proved to be a bit of a problem for me. <laughs> well, you're also bad at games. Yeah, it didn't didn't help that I was bad at games. Uh, I think Doug played it and did okay. I don't know if I'm getting that right. I did great. <laughs> I beat See, all I the levels Doug in five minutes says it because Doug's actually good at games. I, I really liked it though. It's it's one of my one of my favorite things to do when when we demo games like with creators is I always try to ask them to play the game uh, as well uh, because there's there's nothing like seeing the person who spent the most time with it uh, play it and I think you had one of my favorite things where like I was I played this level like four times or something and I asked you if you would do it and I remember you just like rotated it and and skipped like the entire level. <laughs> yeah. It just took you, like, that. took you like 10 seconds. I, I saw actually back in uh, a few years ago, I think you had done like a, uh, a, a contest on Kickstarter. Where oh, you, you had, saw that. I, I did, yeah, where you had had people do like a speedrun uh, challenge. And I, I watched a couple of the videos for that, and it, it was almost a pitch-perfect example of uh, exactly what I'm talking about, where like they just like rotate the whole world and skip yeah. the level. Um, One guy did some stuff I didn't even think was even remotely possible. So has that has that happened to you where you've now like seen? I mean, the game's not even out yet, but are you you've encountered this where you're seeing players like uh, I don't want to say breaking the game, but like you know using it in ways that you didn't expect? Yeah, I mean that's kind of a good part of why you take games out and have other people test them because mm-hmm. you get locked into your own way of thinking, and then somebody with a completely orthogonal brain to your own, just comes, looks at it, and goes, I can break this. And then they do. And then you fix that shit. <laughs> so how long... Yeah, you- I, 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 like it. I like it when um, when developers give us those types of stories as to uh, them getting players that, that play the game in a way that's kind of um, unexpected and surprising them. So I, I, I have a little question off of that. Um, like, to, to kind of what degree do you think... Oh, I need to fix this, or 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 do you think um, this is cool? I'll allow that to stay. Um, like, what's the line for you? Well, as far as like shortcuts go, if it's harder to do the shortcut than it is to do the actual level, it's probably fine. Okay. Or alternatively, sometimes I like to leave the obvious shortcuts in there and then just lower the uh, the par times appropriately. Mm-hmm. So you spend like five minutes on this level, and goal times like twenty seconds. You're like the shit <laughs> and then you have to go back and look at it and go oh yeah i can do this thing so okay so if there's a way to fuck with everybody you're you're down for that basically yeah that's what i'm getting out of this how long have you been working on momentum uh like a few years on and off really. uh, and you say you say on and off so i assume it's kind of a, a little bit of a side project it's the main project but there's times when you like get burnt out you know mm-hmm. and then you just have to walk away from it for a while yeah, yeah. Otherwise, well. nothing good happens. And <laughs> the last time we talked about it, it sounded like you were getting pretty close to uh, a release for it. Is that still the plan right now, or where where are you at on the on the timeline with it? Right now, it's like pretty much content complete. 
Um, right now, what I'm working on right now is trying to get it to uh, port over to Xbox. Just going through that setup process right now. Oh, okay. And I think, insane. I think when we saw it, I, and I could be wrong because, you know, I've see, I see lots of things. Um, I think when we saw it, you had it running on PlayStations. Does that sound right? No. Okay. Maybe <laughs> I just, <laughs> PC, maybe I was just, maybe I had a PlayStation controller or something. I don't know. No, you had an Xbox controller. <laughs> well, fuck. I don't know then. Um, okay. But do you, you so, just wish it were on, on, on PlayStation? This is, this is the part of the podcast where Jarrett, Realty tries to convince you to get the game on his system of choice. Kelly, I thought you made it this, for PlayStation. This always happens. I thought it was a PlayStation game. No, for love of God, we need something to play on the Xbox One. <laughs> Please. Like, Please it'll be on the Xbox Dreamcast. One, for sure. <laughs> not Dreamcast, because Dreamcast is dead. I'm sorry. No, it's not. Well, it's going to come back any moment now. You just wait and see. I mean, you, Dreamcast is great, too, because you can burn the games, you know, at home yourself, so... Uh, we can pirate. Where where can I pirate Momentum? Is there a place? Uh, there is an old demo available actually on my website. Oh, nice! So we can go check that. Plug, plug your website. Where do we go? Momentumofthegame.com, which is actually projectileentertainment.com. <laughs> okay, and I mentioned that you are kind of one half of the studio, uh, and so it, it sounds like if I'm getting my split right here. Uh, the programming, the design, stuff like that's yours. And then uh, there's there's another Harper who is uh, doing like the music and, and things like that. Is that correct? Yeah, my uh, my cousin's doing a lot of the sound and all the music. A lot of the sound and all the music. Okay, cool. And so um, it's probably a little bit of a, a, a difference in, in workload there, I would imagine. Is, is that? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't call it 50-50 split. At all. <laughs> is that is that stuff done pretty much like the like the music and that stuff and it's just kind of more a matter of programming at this point? Um, well, he needs to like fix some stuff up mm, and okay. like get everything mastered and all that. I, I'm not exactly sure what he needs to do, but he knows he needs to do it. So whatever. You know, stuff needs um. to be done. <laughs> That's good <laughs> enough. <laughs> um, so I, I, I'm, I'm curious as to the dynamic did you did, did the two of you just say we're going to set out this together or did one of you start first and the other came in later on how did this whole thing get started momentum and um and the studio so the project started as a student project at the u with uh okay. just me he didn't even come into it at this point um so the project got uh, a pan for other projects in the you know pitching process because we were trying to build it out of um, God, what's it called? It's the thing you used to used to build a Xbox 360, but I can't remember. Is it, it X and A? X and A. It was X and A. Yeah. And the programmers on the project couldn't get the physics engine to work, mm. so our demo pitch sucked balls. So, it, it, so you you kind of had a competitive pitch program at your school, basically. Yeah, it seems uh, like, it seems like a game where the physics are just a little important. A little bit. I mean, it's like the entire game, but you know, it's just a, a taste <laughs> of importance. So, so Exodus so, didn't pan out. So after that, um, I eventually ended up leaving the program for other reasons, but I decided to work on this and. You know, Isaac's the music guy, so I asked him to do the music, and he's like, yeah, sure. Um, I wanted my brother to do the programming and not me, because I'm not really a programmer. <laughs> and right. he is. I, like, I'm an artist, primarily, but I can program. So, you know, there's that. Um, but he ended up being too busy with work to do it, so. 
All right. That's how the split ended up. Cool. And so um, it, it's something where it sounds like you were, you were saying that you're uh, porting it over to the... Um, it's running in Unity, is that right? Yeah. And so um, you were talking, I think, about run, uh, porting it over to the Unity 5. Is that correct? Yeah. I actually got that done already. Oh, okay. All right. So I was on Unity 5, which took forever. Like, I used a um, a few shader plugins. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Unity 4's default shaders suck. And uh, those shaders did not work in Unity 5. <laughs> so I had to go through all the materials and redo them. Oh, okay. So wow. you ported it over and then found out everything broke, basically. Yeah. Nice. That took like a couple weeks to do. <laughs> nice. I can see that being fun. And then I think on as far as like project milestones go, I, I know that you got greenlit uh, recently. A uh, long time ago, actually. Oh, okay. So maybe <laughs> that, was, that was weird. <laughs> Like, it was weird. I, I suck it. at social media, so we had like no visibility. And looking at the charts, it got up to like twenty five percent of where it needed to be to even be considered, and then it just got in. Do you think? Do you think that's because of like a popularity surge, or do you think it's just because Steam nope. was like, "Hey, it's a <laughs> it's a balls game. Get it in there. Like get it going." I think somebody had to flip that switch. You think somebody just decided like, "Hey, we haven't pushed any content for a little while. Let's make it happen." Yeah. Well, I mean, it's certainly if, if I if I were to see it on Steam and go like, you know, it's not an RPG maker game and it's not another uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, I would greenlight it. <laughs> but, uh, um, uh, but seriously, I think I think it's um, you know I think it's uh, pretty fun where you uh, tilt the level and all that. But I'm kind of wondering, um, is there any kind of like multi component or anything that you have planned for it? Uh, what component? Multi like- multiplayer. Oh. No, I don't even know how that would work. <laughs> <laughs> so the vision, the vision has always been kind of a singular experience, and I, I yeah. it feels like the vibe I get from reading like your description of the game and stuff like that is that you want it to be kind of a, uh, I don't know, the relaxing is the right word, but like it, it's it's obviously you know while there is a time component to it, uh, it's something that you can also kind of take your time with. The music's very kind of laid back and. You know, it's supposed to be like uh, a zen sort of atmosphere, mm-hmm. but it's also a challenging game. Mm-hmm. Kind of contrast. Um, I guess it's one of those. Um, you know, I didn't. I didn't get to play The Witness, but I've got gotten to play a lot of other kind of puzzle games lately. So it's kind of a. It's kind of like a hybrid racing slash puzzle kind of thing, and I could see myself just kind of getting lost in that, and and just pushing myself to do the next challenge, um, which you know is is really. I think what's that's what's particularly so great about this game in um, in the witness. From what I watched, I wasn't very impressed with kind of what I watched because it did look like something you could do like out of a newspaper. But with momentum, you kind of need those three D graphics. You need those physics in order to get it to work properly and resolve it. And um, you know, it's really something I could find myself thinking, "Oh yeah, I could spend a few hours <laughs> wasting my life with this. This is pretty good." Yeah, I, th- I think it is. It it definitely felt to me like a game where you kind of sit down with it. And, uh, you know, before you know it, you've gone through a bunch of levels. I mean, until I got stuck. <laughs> but uh, for a little while there, things were going pretty smooth. You looked pretty <laughs> relaxed there for a bit. <laughs> the the speedrun stuff is really impressive, though. And, and like I said, I was, I was impressed just when I saw you do it. And then I went back and saw these videos of it as well. And uh, is that something that you envision as, as being a big component of it after you launch? Do you think, do you hope that, like, you're going to get a lot of people... Uh, you know, or, or or a small community of people, uh, you know, trying to beat this thing as fast as they can over and over again. I can only hope. I mean, one can dream, right? 
don't know exactly much about community building, so it would kind of have to come into its own by itself. Mm-hmm. So, well, just just by having it on Steam, you're already getting a lot of the legwork done. Uh, yeah, that that's going to give you quite a bit of exposure and uh, and do a pretty good job in that regard. Are, are you hoping? Are you hoping that you're going to be able to like launch everything simultaneously? Is that the plan right now, or or what are you what are you envisioning as far as a release goes? The plan is to launch um, Steam and Xbox One simultaneously at some point, um, along with you know whoever will take it mm-hmm. on PC, and then after that maybe do other stuff like I don't know Wii U or PlayStation. Why was I so convinced the thing was running on PlayStation? Why I I, I, really, I have no clue. I really had that in my head. <laughs> Uh, the, the, for whatever reason, it was it was running there. But okay, so so Steve, you were you were struggling hard enough with the game. You probably weren't noticing small details. Probably <laughs> probably couldn't tell. Yeah, I I don't know what I was thinking there. I'm not I'm not sure what happened there. But um, all right, yeah, I think that I think that sounds like a pretty solid plan. Is it something? So I I didn't really formally ask the question earlier. Uh, do, does the game control pretty well with the mouse, or do you feel like it's meant for a controller? It controls with the mouse and keyboard okay. Mm-hmm. Um, controller is definitely preferable though. Okay, I- ideally a controller. I mean, I'm like, I'm like the mouse and keyboard master, so I only played that shit with mouse and keyboard. So Jay's, Jay's like I would in. too, except there's some games where you need a controller, like say a racing game or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I don't need a, I don't need a controller. <laughs> Solitaire. Have you tried to play something like I don't know, Grid with a keyboard? <laughs> Uh, I haven't done Raid, but I've been I've been playing um, flat out. Jay plays with the trackball. I've had I've had this exact I've had this exact argument with Jason before, uh, several times, um, (laughs) because I I would agree that like having you know uh, controllers with springs in the triggers and things like that really makes a big difference in a racing game. But Jason would swear to me up and down on his mother's life that pushing the W key should be all you need for gas. <laughs> the next time, next time Lucio's here, ask him how I do with Skullgirls and a keyboard. See, that's fucked up, man. You should never play a fighting <laughs> game with a keyboard. Just uh, ask him. Just ask him to... how well I do. Just ask him. I had I had Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat on the PC when I was a kid, and that's why I'm so terrible at fighting games now. Like it ruined everything because I learned them on a keyboard with a number pad. Shit's weird. And if, it's, it's, Smash it's really Bros. Just... on an emulator. Yeah, see that? Oh, oh God, that ain't right. That ain't right at all. So actually, I, I play all games with the Sega Activator. <laughs> so what about what about touch controls? Do you think that's something that would work for it, or do you think that's not really? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I thought about it, but I mean, it's the kind of game that people would like on like something like an iPad or something like that. Uh, but, now but we I get to the part. But I don't know. You. No, no, no. I, 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 what I'm saying is like I feel like looking at it, you're like, oh, I'd like to play this on my tablet. But I think when you actually play it, I, I don't think that's how you'll feel. I think you'll be very happy that you're playing it, you know, with a controller, uh, sitting down in front of your giant television. But I could be wrong. So what I'm saying is, port it to iOS. <laughs> that's, we'll see how that goes. My port request. it to um, port to iPhone nine. Actually, you've gotten your um, your touch button replaced. Uh, and set your phones to January first, nineteen seventy. I'd like it on my Motorola, please. So you mentioned you mentioned, of course, that you're not really a programmer by trade, uh, and so is this something that you just kind of 
figured it out as you went or um that's kind of what you have to do generally yeah yeah just figure it out as you go i mean that's what that's the that's how all programming works anyway right it's just i just happen to be pretty good at figuring it out as i go yeah (laughs) yeah that's very fortunate i i would say it looks like you've made quite a bit of progress if if you started you know literally like let's open unity and see what that is (laughs) i mean i had taken game dev classes before okay um and i'd taken some program classes before Mm-hmm. But really, going to college is like, do I want to do art or programming? I could go either way, and I just picked art. Really. So, what what kind of other endeavors do you have in in the you know art field? Uh, it was really just portfolio pieces. Yeah. So, so I want to do this thing here, this thing there, mm-hmm. and then this is the first big project. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, when you when you talk about kind of art in general, um, are are you uh, do you draw? Do you paint? What other like stuff do you do beyond the the game world? Oh, I just do uh, 3D art and like texturing and photo manipulation. I don't really do like uh, digital painting or drawing very okay. well. All right, because I just can't get that perspective on mm-hmm. the paper very well. I, I don't know why, <laughs> but I can just imagine the 3D scene better than I can put it on paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And, and again, that's something that uh, you have some formal training on a little bit. Um, but uh, is it something that you've just kind of always had a knack for? Or is it something that's just kind of manifested itself after going to school for it? Uh, it, it was a bit earlier than school. I mean, it started out with modding stuff like um, StarCraft, Brood War, and then Warcraft 3, and then Unreal Tournament 2 on 4. Didn't really mod Unreal Tournament, just did maps for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But eventually got to the point where I had to just model static meshes. Mm-hmm. And I'd end up doing that in-game, which was kind of laborious. Not in-game, but in editor, in the engine. It was laborious, and it didn't work out quite so great. But that's where I got my start, 3D modeling. Mm-hmm. And then there was a, uh, a program... Uh, in the Granite School District, which is the biggest school district in Salt Lake Valley, um, called GTI. It's the Granite Technical Institute. Basically, they take you can take a class there, and you spend half of one of your days there. Like, you have A day and B day. You spend, like, half the day there. Mm-hmm. Take classes there, and they do, like, uh, vocational stuff. So, okay. I did that. Yeah. And it was actually really good. I think that's what so- we did, Jared. Yeah, we we Doug and I did a similar program, but we they didn't have fun stuff like like no, modeling or you know oh, let's let's make a game or you know let's let's do any it was it was more boring it was like let's learn how planners work. You guys are great God, welders now, planners. <laughs> We're great welders. <laughs> yeah. So so what what where do you kind of want to go with like all of this with the programming and the three D art like what's what's the ideal goal point? Um, the uh, ideal any, goal point? Yeah, that is the after momentum. Out of the realm of possibility is building a particular free-to-play game that I'm not going to get into because I'd actually like to keep that idea and maybe build it someday. But that would involve like getting some funding and building a team because I definitely would not be able to build it myself alone. Um, okay, but so, like, but so momentum comes out... Surprise smash hit. It's the it's the craze. <laughs> the kids are talking about it all over. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's the next Minecraft. You've got something in your head that you hope that you can fund with, with the money that you, you know, get from, from sales there. Oh, that'd be fucking awesome. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to tell you about it. But I can't. It's not a hat stacking game, is it? <laughs> don't you don't need to tell him any of our ideas. <laughs> And and that hat but, stacking yeah. won't be free to play. So I, I, it's it's, it's definitely so so you don't have to tell us what it is, but it's definitely you want to continue making games, pretty much. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm a gamer. I like games. But so, <laughs> but someone else is going to program the next one. I mean, what if you if you get your your oh. your Minecraft yeah. money? Which isn't going to happen. So yeah, I'll probably make hey. a few smaller games after that. Hey, now think positive. <laughs> think positive. <laughs> I'm thinking positive. I'm not thinking like millions or billions of dollars positive though. <laughs> all the best, all the best genius. Look at Kanye West, deluded. The best geniuses are always deluded. So you have to think that you are a god, and then publish momentum, and uh, and then it will come to pass that you will. Be I mean, it, it, it worked pretty well for Bill Fish. Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> On day seven, well God uh, created momentum. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good tagline yeah actually that's pretty good throw that in there when you release it it's gonna be rock solid um i i'm i i don't want to like i'm not i'm really trying i'm not trying to like get you to trick you into revealing your idea or anything but something that i am really curious about is you mentioned that your idea uh is specifically a free-to-play model is there a reason behind that is there something that you find compelling about like free-to-play games and uh as an indie studio i don't think it's all that possible to actually build a multiplayer server or community with the barrier in front of it okay right so it would have to start out as a free-to-play game it has to start out only being available on like the weekend so we get all the players that are playing it concentrated into one time slot so that if you queue, you actually have someone to queue against. Mm. And then once more people get, you know, into it, then you can expand the times out to, you know, something normal. Right, um, right. So you have enough players to actually support it. Are there any games that uh, that are free to play that have a model that you think? Because normally, normally free to play. I, I think you're right. I think it's like a necessary evil, but it's also something that's kind of decried sometimes. Is there is there a particular game that you think has not necessarily a free to play model that would be close to what you'd envision, but just something that you think was done really well and executed, you know, really solidly? I'd probably do something close to League. You know, where mm-hmm. you have you know cosmetics on sale, mm-hmm. and those are what primarily fuel it. I would probably like stoop to doing like one ad somewhere in the background, mm-hmm. uh, just to have some guaranteed revenue. Um, but I don't really know how that works yet, and it's not something I have to, have to figure out. You should brand your game and be like Domino's Pizza presents the, your game. <laughs> well, <laughs> make it make it a Noid game. Bring back the Noid. Yeah. Oh, God. And it's what you super do. Super Noid Brothers. Stick him in one of those momentum balls. It, this, is, this is exactly <laughs> what you do. You 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 fill out um, a ton of copyrights, right? So you fill out like moment, momentum, <laughs> mention, yeah, right? That then, worked well recently, <laughs> didn't it? <laughs> it worked really well. Yeah, and then you just convince everyone that every time they use the word momentum, they have to pay you money. And it's good for them. Yeah, it just trademark physics. I'd never even thought of it until now. My so, God, it's brilliant. Little boy drops an apple somewhere, and you're you're right there. You're like, ah, ah, that's twenty dollars. Well, you would uh, you better be hurry up Newton? and do it before I patent my ball rolling game inertia. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's I, I didn't mention that part. The reason why we source guests for the podcast is mostly so we can steal all their ideas. So yeah. Yeah. get ready for the enemy slime ball game. Um, I don't know if you saw the Corolla we came to the convention in, but it's pretty balling. <laughs> <laughs> Things are going pretty well for everybody here. That 95 Honda Civic with gold trim. <laughs> Only oh, he was paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> he did see indeed. All right, I, let, let's. Um, I, I want to keep talking to you for just a little bit, but let's let's deviate away from uh, kind of your own projects and momentum. Something that I, I love asking people about um, is uh, particularly when they're when they're game developers or, or creators. I like to talk about kind of what sort of games they enjoy, what they've been playing recently, because I'm always so fascinated by the answer. Because usually it's like nothing. Usually it's like I'm too busy working on my shit. I haven't played. Uh, I hate game. games. I haven't played a game since like Nights into Dreams. What are uh, are games good now? I'm not even sure. Uh, so what what what's like if I if I ejected the disc in your in your Xbox? What am I gonna find in there, Kelly? Well, you wouldn't find a disc in my Xbox or my PC. Um, <laughs> lately, I've been playing League of Legends, Diablo three, and I just finished a run of Thief two, oh, which Thief- is an old game. Yeah, Thief two. Yeah. Um, I I haven't played uh shit I haven't played Thief Two forever. Oh, it's good. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a, I I actually did go back recently because I I just played the latest Thief and I was so depressed by it I had to go back and play Thief Two. Did you Did you get a chance to experience that that disappointment that, that train wreck? Yeah. Yeah. See, looked- I, I don't think the devs on that game actually played Thief because <laughs> it had nothing to do with it. <laughs> they just knew they were making a game about a thief. They took a man named Garrett, they turned him into Batman, and then they put him in a different game. <laughs> that sounds like the same exact game to me. <laughs> they said, hey, just make him steal stuff. Call it a day. <laughs> I um, mean, I thought it was obvious what the story would have to be. I mean, right. the first game, so the, there's the two factions, right? There's the Pagans and the Hammerites. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the Pagans are all nature and chaos, and the Hammerites are all order and mankind and building stuff and shit. And then there's the keepers who try to keep the balance between the two, except they don't do shit. Actually, it's the one true keeper being Garrett, who actually does the shit. Um, so in the first game, the pagans go out of whack, and you have to fix that shit. Second game, the hammerheads go out of whack, you have to fix that that shit. Third game, the keepers go out of whack, and you have to fix that shit. And the way that Thief Three ends, it ties back to Thief One beginning. So you think you'd have to do something along the lines of it's a new generation. The person at the end of Thief 3 is now the protagonist and the pagans go out of whack again. Okay, but I, I, I think you're missing the point that in the new Thief, you get a spunky sidekick. <laughs> yeah, that too. But strictly story <laughs> what speaking. Thief, what Thief has needed this whole time as <laughs> a sidekick you know i'm always like ah i love hiding in the shadows but i wish i could do it with a friend i need some zingers it's cold in the shadows you need some warmth yeah oh there you go i like the way this guy thinks she's a hawker <laughs> <laughs> oh wait she is <laughs> what, what what game is this <laughs> um so yeah i mean i i i, I guess there's just all sorts of things that are disappointing about not only the Thief franchise, but Square Enix in general. Um, now, because you mentioned Diablo 3, um, and I just want to talk about that real quick. Has it gotten better since launch? I mean, it, it, I'm told it has. Oh, since like 
the original launch. I mean, I mean, so yeah. Re- Reaper of Souls pretty much millions of times better solved all the problems, right? Like everything's great now, more or less. Yeah, there you go. See, I mean, it can't be that great because it's Diablo, but I mean, <laughs> it'll be as good as it can be. Um, conversely, so uh, we talked about what what you you know have been playing. What are you looking forward to? Anything on the horizon that you're eager or excited to play? I know there's something. I just can't think of it. <laughs> there's got to there's got to be a game <laughs> coming soon. It's, well, there might not be. I, I wouldn't blame them because everything out this year. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. I mean, what you <laughs> what you described what you described as being like games that you're into right now. I'm I'm having a hard time thinking of anything super exciting along those lines oh, that are. On I, the I mean, there's Grim the Dawn. ship remastered. I want that to be done. Really? Like, did you play the original? The ship, yeah. I loved it. You liked the ship? Yeah. I found someone who liked the ship. <laughs> High five. Oh my god. Um the ship is I, I actually I actually just I literally played that for the first time. I think yesterday. I actually still have a bookmark. Uh let me see. It's a It was a list of all servers. Actually I do have it. It's a list of all the servers of the ship. I used to check it periodically for servers that had people. <laughs> just, just to see if someone was playing it. it it's so weird too because everyone owns that game everyone here has a copy of the ship but they've probably yeah. never played it or, or or never bothered um and it's it's i admittedly think it's a concept that's really cool that kind of got squandered i don't i don't think it's the the best designed game uh ever but uh i'll be excited to see if they can pull something off with the remaster yeah because it, it's a very cool concept um, I'm trying to think. There's another game that's kind of similar, um, and I'm drawing a blank on it right now. Oh, uh, to the ship? Yeah, like kind of a same same concept. It's like where you type in the the words on your keyboard, and then the character will repeat it and all that, right? That's one of them. Uh, I forget. Is that one Velvet Sundown? Is that what that's called? Yes. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I want to call. I want to call it Spy Party. Does that sound right? Yeah. Uh, Spy Party yeah. sounds right. Yeah. Spy Party. Two D X and A game. Is it? I don't even know. I remember it looks like X and A. I remember seeing the the promo material for it and and thinking, oh, it's kind of like the ship a little bit. Uh, but- oh wait, no, no, oh, shit. There's two games. There is the 2D top down game, and then there is the 3D. There's a sniper looking into a window game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spy right. Here, uh, Spy Party, yeah. a subtle game about human behavior, and you can be an old woman drinking a cocktail. Okay, that's, that that's the 3D game. Okay, that's the spy party. That that's what I'm envisioning. I want to be an old woman with a cocktail. I, I mean, who doesn't though? <laughs> I mean, God, that's just like a life goal. That's not even a video game <laughs> thing. Yeah, that old lady's got to figure it out. Yeah. I want a cocktail. She knows what she's doing. Damn. I I I don't think there's any time to talk about it, but since you did mention Diablo three, I've been dragged back into ARPGs by um, Grim Dawn, and they're supposed to be finishing that this year. I don't know if that counts. Um, but it looked terrible, but I mean, that's just, gonna it doesn't, be... I mean, it's not though. It's like, <laughs> it, it's very limited in, in character creation, but in terms of like your class depth, you can basically design anything to your heart's content. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it, it makes it so grand. So I guess there's that. Uh, I don't know that there's anything else, uh, Diablo ish up this year, unless you count like Dark Souls three. Yeah, I think I I I doubt that that's among the the choice Diablo comparisons. But yeah, cuz that's a good I... thing. Oh. As far as theme maybe. 
I guess a little bit, yeah. They're kind you of kill things and get loot. You, you play as guy with sword. things and get loot. Um, yeah, I don't know. So Grimdon's out, like, officially out. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I don't think there's... Oh, you have uh, Deus Ex. You know, are you a Deus Ex fan at all? I played um, Human Revolution. I liked it. I haven't actually played the old ones, though. Let's just keep pitching games at Kelly until we until we hit a humdinger. <laughs> well, I'm trying I'm trying to think of anything that's at all relevant to Street Fighter Five uh, came out. Kelly, did you hear? It's out now. And if you stood, I saw that if you stood really far away from the, it, you can get the best five mouse. version. You can get the best five version for Cammy. <laughs> you you uh, could pretend that it was like a or or the the GameStop version for Naked Ryu. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. That's something I want. <laughs> so I, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap things up here because I think we're about at the time. But I, I do want to make sure I ask, is there anything, Kelly, that we have missed, something special that you that you wish people knew or want people to know? Or, or did we literally get it all? Well, I didn't come in with any expectations or anything. So, yeah, you got it all. <laughs> so that's that's the best it. way to come to our Still podcast. Like, we don't, I don't expect it. anything of you. Knocked it out of the park. Good job, and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> well, I I really do appreciate you coming on. Uh, I, I we are looking forward uh, to seeing the game, so I I hope that you figure out the Xbox stuff sooner rather than later, and uh, and get that out into our hot little hands. You do you think realistically that, that it's uh, it's something that's going to happen like in the first part of the the year here, or do you think that? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think the biggest thing will be getting through xbox cert which i'm told takes a couple months mm-hmm. yeah um i haven't gone through cert so i don't know and then they recommend like a couple like months after that to set up like marketing opportunities and whatnot mm-hmm. yeah so it's a lot easier than it used to be uh, as far as i understand it so i mean the the good news is is that it's definitely uh, a lot more uh, approachable than than back in the days, but either way, uh, you know, of course, keep us up to date. Let us know. We'll let people on the site know, uh, you know, when when to expect it and when it'll be arriving. And uh, I think that's probably it. So if you enjoyed our podcast today, I would encourage you to go and subscribe to us on iTunes. Go check out our website, enemieslime.com. Remind me one more time, Kelly. Was it momentumgame.com? Momentumthegame.com. Momentumthegame.com. Or projectile entertainment or projectile entertainment so you can and don't forget out. to copyright momentum yeah and don't yeah, forget and don't forget work. you know be really careful from now on using physics because kelly owns all of them <laughs> he's he's got it on lock so you know keep keep that on the down low uh but anyway go check out our site enemyslime.com go follow us on facebook and twitter we're at the enemy slime on both of those services and uh 